and welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor Margie Echelkamp. Today, we are going to talk about a brand new capital fund started by two cooperatives called Cooperative Ventures. And joining me today on the podcast, I have David Black from CHS and Brad Drake from Growmark. Welcome to the podcast, David and Brad. Thanks. Good morning, Margie. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Wonderful. David, we'll start with you. Share a little bit about your role at CHS. Sure. Um, my name is David Black, and I'm the Chief Information Officer for CHS. So, so that involves oversight for all the technology that we use globally at CHS, but it also um, includes oversight for innovation. And cooperative ventures fall squarely in that oversight, both innovation and technology coming together. And Brad, welcome to the podcast. Share a little bit about your role at Growmark. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. So my role at Growmark in, in its official capacity is actually controller. So I oversee all of our accounting processes and business process areas. Um, I'm also the innovation lead. And what that really looks like at Growmark is uh, leading innovation, obviously, but um, going through some of the project management, working with our startups uh, that we work with, keeping our network of um, innovation partners, our startup partners, and uh and just trying to bring the business units to the table and make it easy to work with uh, new technologies. And so guys, if you could share, how did this new cooperative ventures, how did it come to be? Hold on, I'll start first and and Brad, let you jump in if that works for you. So, um, you know, CHS like Growmark had been operating in this ag tech space. For us, the journey started really back in 2019 as we began working with some some startups, some innovators, some entrepreneurs. Um, But we knew as we learned over the last few years, we really wanted to do more. And we wanted to put CHS and our owners in a position where we actually were driving some of these innovators in terms of alignment with our own strategy, really identifying, you know, needs on the farm and trying to trying to match sort of, you know, the the needs of our farmers and our owners with the technology innovation that's coming through these entrepreneurs. So we knew we were ready to do more. And in, interestingly enough, through our conversations with Growmark, it felt like they too were at the same place and maybe even a bit ahead of us some on this journey. And uh, and it really it really came together nicely that two large cooperatives really had this, this aspiration um, to do more with innovators and ag tech. And we thought we saw an opportunity to do that together for the benefit of the ag industry. Yeah, Brad, this seems like an evolution from ag validity. So maybe share what you guys learned in that program and how this is an evolution from that. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, what we discovered is on our innovation journey is that we had pockets of um, innovation happening in some formal capacity And what we really wanted to do was look across our enterprise and figure out how we um, scale those types of innovation activities across the enterprise. As you know, ag validity is is a nice brand and it's focused on uh, the agronomy space. It's focused on that that farm gate. And there's a lot of other areas of our business that we wanted to to figure out how to advance, figure out how to invite new technologies and into our organization to, to move us forward. And so, you know, uh, along the lines of what David was saying is CHS and Growmark, we have similar challenges, similar interests. We have different focus areas that are, you know, 
overcoming each other in the innovation space. And this is really about looking across the enterprise and bringing all of those areas into line into the same type of rigor uh, that we're trying to accomplish with innovation. So I know in reading the announcement, it was it was shared that there's three fields of play, three focus areas for cooperative ventures, crop production, supply chain, and sustainability. Just for a clarifying question, what types of technologies are you guys most focused on? What types of those solutions that entrepreneurs are bringing? Are we talking about technologies that will be used by the farmer or technologies that will be used by ag retail? Yeah, I can go ahead and take that one, David, if you're okay. So for the most, for the most part, this is about uh, technologies that the farmer can use and figuring out how we concentrate our respective farmer owners capital into that space. Um, and so really it's us trying to be efficient with where we invest and trying to put our money into the place we think are gonna succeed for the benefit of our member owners, which are ultimately the farmers. Um, along those lines, I'd say when we sat down to decide on those areas of focus, fields of play, what we often refer to as our strike zone, depending on how you wanna call it, um, we sat down and wanted to boil the ocean. We had all of these great things we want to accomplish for the benefit of our member owners, for the benefit of organizational efficiency. And uh, really quickly, we figured out that uh, the amount of money that we're putting into this um, wasn't enough to boil the ocean, shockingly. So uh, we really had to hone in on the areas where they have strong alignment with our um, strategic focus of our organizations. And, and that led us to the three areas that you talked about. Yeah. Maybe there, if I could add just one, I, you know, Brad, I think you summarized it nicely. I do think one differentiator in cooperative ventures may be compared to some other venture capital funds or even other corporate venturing that occurs is this, I'll kind of say, hyper focus on the farmer. It's, you know, both CHS and Growmark, that's at our core, um, and I, that shows up through cooperative ventures. So I do think that's a bit different than maybe some things we've seen in, in the past in terms of how companies have invested Ooh. in ag tech. Yeah. No, and I, I appreciate the the effort to want to boil the ocean as well as solve for those pockets of innovation and how can you optimize all the energy that's being put there. You know, you bring with cooperative ventures a large footprint, right? A lot of farmers to this. What do you guys see in the future as far as developing? that bigger group of farmers participating in this type of innovation. What does that look like in year one? Are you focusing on certain geographies, working with certain types of farmers? And what does that look like farther out? Sure. What, how about I start on this one, Brad, and then you can keep me honest along the way. So, um, so I'd say first, it really starts with, you know, in the first year or even two years, it's going to start with identifying the innovators themselves. So, you know, who are the entrepreneurs that ultimately we see aligned to our strategy or the challenges that we're trying to solve in agriculture? And we expect we're going to see a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of innovators in front of us. So going through just the process of selecting who do you want to work with, that takes a bit of time. So that's probably feels like the first year is, is going through that. Now to your question really around then working with farmers, um, 
you know, I, I think, again, this is sort of the, an advantage that cooperative ventures has is once we then begin to match technology to the solution, we go through what's often called ground truthing. And so the idea of proving out the technology at scale on, on farms. And if you think about a lot of these entrepreneurs, you know, access to capital and access to money is not really the pr problem they're trying to solve. There are lots of folks who will give them money. The challenge that they have uh, is their technology scalable. Can it be commercialized? Does it really work in the farm, on the farm at scale? So I, I think, you know, I would answer your question by saying after we go through the selection process, then the next step is for both companies to take that technology and begin working working it through our own network. And our own network could be within our own, you know, in agronomy um, businesses, but as well then to some of those select farmers that will participate in, and help fight field trial and help test these technologies. Brad, is there anything you guys have learned with the ag validity structure that you had that you know you're going to apply here or things that you know you're going to do different? Um, I think the ag validity structure has been an, an evolution. That's a really insightful question because uh, the thought that, that came to mind immediately was the, the sheer number of opportunities that came the way of ag validity. And, and I think, you know, we often refer to it as a funnel. And what we're really trying to accomplish is, is figuring out how we have this intake uh, mechanism where we're looking at all these different opportunities, all these different technologies and entrepreneurs and, and trying to figure out how we hone it in to what, what Growmark and CHS are really, really good at. Uh, David said it really well. Uh, these, these organizations, these companies, these startups don't have a problem getting capital. That's not why we're here. That's not why they're here. We're not in this for these kind of passive investment returns. We're in this to figure out how we move this technology forward um, and use our laboratory, our, our huge laboratory of millions of acres to, to really accomplish that. And so that's back to where we focus on the technologies that are right in the, the kind of strategic focus of the organizations themselves. And uh, all, to get, those are all the learnings of, of ag validity, right? Is figuring out how we hone it in and focus on what we know we do well and, and uh, not get distracted by other things. And Brad, I'll just ask this question to you first. If you could just share a little bit as far as the type of outreach, the 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 amount of outreach that Growmark has received that helped launch Ag Validity and the rationale for it from these ag tech startups, from the entrepreneurs that are looking to bring solution to farmers. I mean, how many phone calls are you getting a week? Uh, yeah, well, and I, I'm not even responsible for ag validity. So that's uh, Lance Rupert in our agronomy, Rupert in our agronomy marketing group, and, and Mark Orr, um, who is our former vice president of agronomy, soon to be CEO, um, are really responsible for launching that and building that from the ground up. And that that just gets to establishing your rapport as a company that can work with startups, that's open to working with startups, and building that network from the ground up. And and some of the partners in that space are not only the startups and the entrepreneurs, but the um, academia, you know, people at the, at the universities who are in this space who are doing a good job of fostering this type of investment, this type of entrepreneurial spirit. There are also other uh, venture capital funds. Um, and in, in our discussions with, with those types of, of organizations, they're excited that we're coming to the table to put skin in the game here because um, as we said it before, we bring our lab to the table and they're, they're looking for the opportunity to test 
the commercial prospects of these types of technologies as well. Yeah. And David, if you could share just the type of outreach that you're receiving from this space. Yeah, absolutely, Margie. So, so at CHS, we have something we call the Innovation Hub. It would be kind of akin to, to ag validity. And so, as I mentioned, since 2019, we've been working in the space. Today, through the Innovation Hub, we have about 200 active innovators and entrepreneurs that we're in contact with and have a relationship with. Of those 200, we've got about 10 of them that are actually in pilot. So, we're using their technology through the CHS network today. Now, again, the difference is, you know, we're piloting, we're helping, you know, helping those, those innovators bring technology to the farm. Um, cooperative Ventures, though, differentiates at a different level and different scale because it really allows us to put an investment into, into those, uh, a financial investment into those startups. So we'll leverage that network of 200 that we have. And, you know, interestingly enough, as, as CHS and Growmark continue working together, I think we realize even in our 200, there are some that are working with Growmark also. I think we, we learn pretty quickly in this ag tech space, lots of folks working with lots of other folks, which is good. It's good for the industry when those things happen. So, so that's where we are today and we'll continue to grow those 200. Now we'll continue to grow them through cooperative ventures. Yeah. And, and David, this question to you first, how will you measure success of cooperative ventures? Yeah, that, that's a wonderful question. And, and, and really, we collectively will measure success on what we'll call return on innovation. And, and we really mean those words, a return on the innovation. Is the innovation doing what we expect? Is it working? Is it truly bringing benefit to farmers? And we see in the very near term, there's sort of two ways to actually measure that return on innovation. One would be financial measures, so return on capital invested as an example. Some, some of the, the financial measures that you would use in, in any investment. But honestly, probably as as if not more importantly, are those non-financial measures. Are we really accelerating startups? Who, how many startups are we working with? Is their technology working? Are we getting it out to the farm? How many acres are we getting the technology on? Because, you know, anytime a company like CHS or Growmark makes an investment, certainly we want a financial return on investment, but we really start first with solving the problems of our industry that's the primary driver. And that's where we want to measure success first. Brad, anything to share there on how Grow Market will measure success with cooperative ventures? Yeah, David, David said it really well. When we sat down uh, collectively to discuss what our purpose was for this, you really have um, a look at this venture capital fund through two lenses, right? A, a very stark financial return lens or a more strategic return. And I think uh, collectively, we were all very much aligned that we wanted it to be mostly strategic. As David said, we expect the financial return here. Um, I think it just tells you the the length of time we're willing to wait for that strategic or that financial return. Uh, we're okay waiting for this. We're okay waiting, you know, five, six, seven, eight years to to see the financial returns. But in the meantime, there's this concept of return on innovation that David alluded to, which is. Uh, we will have visibility into disruption and new ideas for our organization. Um, we're going to be able to drive operational business value and actually solve problems. Um, we're going to market the agricultural cooperative system as that innovative partner to startups. Hey, we're here to we're here to try this new technology. We're not stuck in our old ways of doing things. We want to invite those those types of changes and figure out if they're practical. 
um, and then leveraging the scale of the ag cooperative system to do that together. Excellent. So I have a lightning round of three questions. Okay. And so I will start with you, Brad, to answer and then go to you, David. Okay. So Brad, what do you wish you knew six months ago? Oh my gosh. So much. Do I have to just answer with one, one thing? Is that what you're asking? I'm a greedy journalist. I'll take all your answers. (laughs) I'll try to, I'll try to hone in on one thing. And I think it's back to this concept of, of focus on what you're good at. Um, I think there were a lot of distractions that came uh, my way in particular. And as an organization, we bring the value to the table in what we're good at. And there's plenty of um, rabbit trails and places that we could go that um, we probably don't have any business going or uh, we're just not going to see the return on. And so it's, it's really honing that focus and honing that strike zone and being careful about uh, the opportunities that, that come our way. Excellent. David, what do you wish you knew six months ago? Yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know that I'd answer the question a whole lot differently because, you know, six months ago or even further, it's kind of to Brad's point, it's easy to get wrapped up in the technology. It's a, you know, it's a hammer looking for a nail, right? It's all shiny and exciting and it's new and that sort of thing. And I think the more we learn, the more we know Yeah, there's plenty of technology out there. The real win is getting the technology matched to the problem we're trying to solve. Um, So six months ago, I wish maybe I had a better line of sight into that's actually, that's the real end game here is matching, is matching this stuff up. Okay, Brad, if you had a magic wand and could solve one problem in agriculture with technology, what would you solve? Supply chain challenges. That's Would an you easy like answer, to elaborate? Right? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's an easy answer, right? My my uh, 10-year-old son came home from school the other day and told me that I needed to order his Christmas presents early because there's supply chain constraints. And uh, I thought, boy, I never imagined that my, my 10-year-old would come home from school with that kind of information. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, for us, and I'm sure David, uh, CHS has, has the same challenges, getting product from where it's manufactured to where it's needed in time, in the right quantities, in the right, uh, you know, product line, that, that's the challenge that we face. And so it really is, and you see it in our CVC focus is that last mile delivery. And so if I could make all those challenges go away with a magic wand, that's in an instant, that's what I would do. Yeah. Okay, David, what problem would you solve with your magic wand? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that that's a wonderful point, Brad, and to, you know, as we spoke earlier, our three fields of play, supply chain is one big component of that, sustainability is another, and then just production agriculture is the third. So, I mean, the problem I want to solve is making, you know, farming as an industry sustainable for the next hundred years. You know, these co-ops have been around for a hundred years. We want to make sure that, we you know, we're, that we as a co-op are around for a hundred years to come and farmers are around able to farm. And, and I think you know, today, maybe more than ever, they're faced with a, a lot of challenges. And, uh, and so I, I think if I could wave my magic wand, it's figuring out how to help them with those challenges so we can all be here for another hundred years. Excellent. Okay, Brad, one prediction for 2022. One prediction for 2022 would be, uh, for me, I'm thinking forward that there's going to be continued acceleration and new technologies coming to market. I don't think there's going to be any shortage of opportunities 
to advance technology, I think the, the current entrepreneurs, the current technologies in the space are only going to see increased competition and more people coming to the table, more entrepreneurial spirit out there, um, and certainly funds available for investment um, and with, with the amount of money in circulation today. Excellent. Okay, David, one prediction for 2022. Sure. My prediction is the co-op system as a whole is stronger in 2022 than it was in 2021. And part of the reason are, you know, partnerships like this between CHS and Growmark, where we're all focused on the farmer and agriculture together. So I'm looking forward to 2022. Excellent. Well, David and Brad, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Congratulations on this announcement. And I will look forward to continuing to see how it progresses for you guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for your time, Margie. Yeah. And if anybody wants to connect with the podcast on Twitter, you can find us at Farmers Advisor. For now, thank you for listening. I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp.